Alright, everybody! Mi gente, nosotros somos los robots versus Texas program. <laughs> Vivo en Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yo soy Pav. Y yo soy Ernesto. <laughs> y juntos vamos a hablar de la, de la política, pero más importantemente vamos a hablar de pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to the final episode. The bittersweet tale of two men who got, <laughs> became heavily involved, and you've been reaping the benefits ever since. <laughs> it's been a fucking journey. Like, we've made five solid years of, of doing this through ups, through downs, through sideways, uh, through political turmoil, through um, pop culture triumphs and failures, uh, and yeah. uh, even through a fucking global pandemic. I mean, fucking shit, man. We 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 did it. We did the goddamn thing for five fucking years. We did it for five years. <clears throat> but never fear, dear listeners, if you're out there listening out there in Radio Free Brooklyn land... We we here at the Robots vs. Taxes program will not be leaving so so curtly, so abruptly. We will be back in other forms. Much like Spock in the search for Spock. We're coming back <laughs> in a completely different way, dressed entirely in white with a headband, kinda like the karate kid. <laughs> Using colorful metaphors and uh, Vulcan neck-pinching loud-ass people on the bus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what do you want but to... seriously, uh, listeners. Uh, I, sorry, I didn't mean to, no, 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 to step ahead. on it. But but seriously, listeners, like this is just the end of one chapter. Um, you know, we grew, we grew a lot doing this show. I mean, damn. Could, do you remember... Do you remember the first show and how green we were? Yeah. I remember the first show. I remember uh, we had like uh, a 30 minute intro song. <laughs> shook forever to get to the fucking show. Oh, uh, I still have I still I still have good memories about that intro song. It was <laughs> you, know, you know you know what was great about that that you know it was funny about those early episodes. I clearly didn't understand how microphones work. Or how recording, uh, I, it was my very first podcast ever. So I didn't know that you had to like breathe away from the mic so it doesn't sound like you have a fucking breathing problem. And like if you <laughs> listen to those early episodes, it's it's just like me going, so <sighs> 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 Trump, man. <laughs> Trump sucks, oh, huh? Mean, <laughs> we were both like so inexperienced. I When I listened to those early shows, I... 
I listen to myself and it's just like, God damn, dude, modulate your voice in some uh, along some different octaves, you know, don't just, you know, don't sound like fucking warm Malta, you know, that's that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I characterized myself in those four first few episodes. It's just like, you know, show some emotion. I, no, man, I, I, I think you 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 started off great. Continue to be great, my friend. Um, yeah, you're, you're you're just being a bud. Um, you we let's just put it this way: we both we both grew a lot. Yes, man. like I I honestly feel like we we got some chops off of this. Yes, and you know uh, learned a lot of editing techniques, like you know mm. putting in sound effects and like this one right here, <laughs> and this other one right here. <laughs> <laughs> God. Sorry, uh, <laughs> am, am I editing tonight or? or... Yeah, you are. Okay, you good. are. Right, cool. <laughs> you you volunteered, yeah, and right. I feel like it's only right, you know. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, because like uh, automatically, I'm like, oh, I'm creating a lot of work for you. <laughs> but no, I'm just doing it to myself. Ha 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 Jokes on me. <laughs> Oh man. Oh god. So um so listeners if anybody's listening to this, you know, you go ahead and uh email us or hit us up on any one of our uh social media platforms and let us know what you enjoyed most about this show and uh what you hope to uh hear in the future. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, you can email us at robots versus taxes. Uh, that's completely spelled out at gmail.com. And those portals are going to stay up. They may not be updated as much going forward, yeah, but especially our Facebook, they will st- which is basically <laughs> a, like a haunted barn at this point. <laughs> it's just an archive where we throw our, our you know, snippets, you know, but, uh, you know, whatever. It, it served its purpose. But, you know, I mean, Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> Dude, Facebook is fucked man did you hear that whole fucking shit that uh that that went down with um i I forget in in um in what state i i want to say oklahoma where Mm. facebook gave up the uh text messages of a woman trying to get an abortion to the police so they could go over and arrest her for violating that the anti-abortion laws what the fuck yeah. Oh. So fuck Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Oh man, that's a that's a dying medium anyway. This whole this whole shit with the metaverse. This is. I think that it's their one of their last gasps because they do they do their absolute best with their billions and billions of dollars to buy up any competition, but just like anything. Just like any new forum or venue, um, there's going to be a brilliant hotshot who's going to rise up and think of something uh, that Facebook swears they have their thumb on and it's going to set the Internet on fire and everybody's going to flock over there. And if those people are smart, they'll know the valuation that a new um a new social media platform uh, can have, especially over the years. 
and not sell out to Facebook and instead just grow and grow and become their their own evil conglomerate. <laughs> Isn't uh, I got, what would you say is like the new new social media thing? Like what would you say is like the or what would you speculate would be the new social media thing? Because I just think that TikTok right now is like the thing, right? TikTok is really hot, but it's limited in its reach because it's not um, it's not really a forum to convey information or be a uh, a front facing part of a business uh, in the more traditional sense. Like, oh, you can come to us and leave reviews and um, find information and blah, 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 blah. And, things along done it's just like short form videos that people have fun with and you know it's for the trends you know right. and that in and of itself has a lot of power don't get me wrong but it it's not like it's not the internet within the internet that facebook is um so when we have a social media platform that steps up and kind of usurps that part of facebook while offering something new and fresh or presenting all of that in a new package um, that everybody loves to consume, that's when we'll pretty much see the death of Facebook because Facebook is so big right now. Um, it'd be really hard for them to pivot in that direction, in, a, in like a fresh direction. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The whole meta thing is so... It's so niche, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think anybody is ready for, and I might eat my words, which is fine. You know, hmm. I have to, I got to eat something, you know, I'm dieting. <laughs> so I'm just like, I got to eat something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, macaroni and cheese, you know, <laughs> put, put a little cheese on a cracker. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, who, who are you channeling right I now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was like. Like Rodney Dangerfield meets like Red Fox. Like yeah. I, 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 I'm not quite sure. Uh, no, you know, just um, uh, being a plus size male. You know, I'm just saying I gotta eat. So, um, uh, in this case, my words would be fine. So, uh, like, I, I, I think that uh, the when next wave of social media will be broadcast into our brains. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> that's that's such a like a for for like a, a forever in the '90s, right? Whenever yeah. you would take the train, would you get one of those pamphlets that's like, "Beware the sign of the devil." Oh God! <laughs> Put a chip in your brain. In the 90s, every fucking thing was potentially the mark of the beast. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, like enough already. Like it, it even got to a point where it was like barcodes. Barcodes are the mark of the beast because you know those three spaces when you read the numbers, those actually represent sixes, but they cut them out so that you don't know. And I'm just like, can I just, you know, buy these cookies and go home? <laughs> like I, I really am not interested in like. Dude, I just want to buy a Super Mario, you know, <laughs> novelty mug in a Discovery Zone 
in peace. Discovery Zone. In a Spencer's <laughs> Gifts. Wow, no, I'm, I'm still dating myself. Uh, <laughs> in a Hot Topic. There you go. That's Hot Topics forever. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. It's, it's, it's so funny how um, conspiracy culture has evolved over the years. Like, there, there's some real like nutter butters out there who subscribe to this shit. I remember when I first moved into my place, right? I went to the local Lowe's with my landlord because he needed to make copies of the keys and stuff like that. So we went and this dude who worked at Lowe's, he was an, <laughs> he was an employee. Uh, he was talking to us, to both of us, about a rogue planet that was going to be making its appearance over the next few weeks. And it was going to change the gravitational course of the planet and this and the other. And he was dead fucking serious. And I just looked at him like, um, which one of these uh, cashiers can we pay for these keys over there? Oh yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You know, Sir, this is a gymboree, you know, that's, that's what you should have told him. <laughs> it was just so but like this guy was on the clock he was on the clock and he was talking to us about this shit and now fast forward you know over a decade later and it, it's practically an industry to be a conspiracy theorist it's fucking amazing yeah it's a business unto itself this whole fucking thing you know um i mean it got legitimized right through fox news mm. through QAnon. um you know, uh, and, you know, the latest thing with fucking uh, with Trump and the fact that, like, they're spreading this misinformation about uh, the fact that he he had Mar-a-Lago was raided, you know, and mm. <laughs> and now there's there there are these assholes out there who are just and F Fox News, you know, included that are spreading these lies about like them, pl the FBI planting evidence Ooh, they're trying to, to to was for one wasn't he the secret president like for the longest time oh, he was the secret course. president <laughs> he was uh running things behind the scenes oh, you yeah, know it's just right. like you know he had the military on his side and everybody and blah, blah blah and biden was just you know this uh powerless figurehead um, I think if you're the secret president, you don't get the FBI running up in your shit, uh, breaking into your safe, and then you crying about it on social media, like not social media, <laughs> your own corner of an unpopular social media that nobody's joining. Truth Central. Uh, Truth Social. Tr Truth Social, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> Truth Social that nobody's joining, that you... What do they even call it? Like when you when you post to Truth Social, do they call it a a truth, um, a a, a trith, a, a what? They call it um, an Eric, right? <laughs> it's got his little face on it. <laughs> uh, the, like you know, never closes his mouth, so it's just like, whoa, Dad, <laughs> Dad, why won't you love me? I'm doing Steve Colbert. <laughs> doing an impersonation of eric because that is so fucking funny the way he does it every time he does that i think like i keep thinking of fire marshal bill 
Oh my god. <laughs> Let me show you something. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that character was so sick. Yeah. But um <laughs> fuck man. I it, it's been I mean on Monday, just just to get into a, a little bit of the taxes here. On Monday, the news broke FBI raiding an ex-president's house. I feel like this news should have been a lot bigger than it was. It was pretty big, but I feel like it should have been bigger because this is literally unprecedented. They've never raided an ex-president's house, the FBI, right? And uh, then during the week it comes out, you know, Trump is firing back. He says, you know, oh, they did this, they did that. And then another unprecedented event, um, uh, Garland did a press conference and said, uh, we submitted a request to the courts to release the records of what it is that we took. And it's up to uh, Trump and his people to file a counter motion uh, to stop that. And he wasn't ambiguous about it. He was just like, he's got to file it by 3 p.m. on Friday. Like, talk about a fucking, like, deadline. And Trump was just like, he was kind of embarrassed because the whole week he tried to make it seem like he was the victim. And Eric Garland was like, um, no, we, we did everything by the book. We're going to release it to the public. If you have a problem with that, do something about it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit, this is a ooh, kind of hard fucking core. Yeah. Um because then, then it becomes a race to the finish. It becomes like a race of like how many cheeseburgers can Trump <laughs> fit in his mouth before Friday. <laughs> and it's a lot. Yeah. It's oh, jeez. <laughs> You'd be like, it is, it, it is shocking, really. It's it's <laughs> like I, I think even the sand monster from like Dune would be like, God damn. <laughs> God damn. I don't think I could fuck with this guy, you know? <laughs> Oh man, did you see that picture of Trump where he looks like a fucking um like he looks like frozen yogurt left out in the sun? Oh, where he's wearing like a a white golf short but he still has that cheap ass make America great again red hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looks he looks terrible. Yeah. A and that's saying a lot for a guy who always looks terrible. Yeah, right. It's, it's just a cursed image looking at that fucking thing. But I, I, it's just it's just surprising to me that the 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 uh, the working class white conservatives champion him because he looks like like they they have this, you know, they they uphold this kind of image of like the man's man, you know, mm. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, he he's a man. Trump is a man's man who who tells it like it is, and then they Photoshop his head onto Rambo's body, and then, and then when you look at the man, he just looks like a man who is. It, it looks like a, a clear plastic bag just stuffed to the gills with, <laughs> with like mayonnaise and like cottage and cheese diapers. and diapers. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Use diapers. Yeah, it's a, uh, it 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 really is. I've been thinking a lot about that specific point um, this week, and you know what? When it comes down to his base, for some reason or another, that you and I will never understand. Um, it's not about, it's not about him being a man's man, even though that's what they say. 
they like the slob. That's, I think that's, it's just that simple. They look at him and they see him, you know, always for some reason, never wearing a suit that fits well on him. He, his skin always looks terrible. His hair, his hair has been the joke for decades. And they look at him and they love it because he is what they feel like. He looks what they feel like. And to see him getting all this attention, being in the cradle of power when he was president, they're just like, oh, suddenly I don't feel like absolute garbage because this man who looks like what I feel is... Um, is at the center of things and it's really tragic because their observation doesn't go any deeper than that yeah yeah i agree so yeah i i just um i can't i just can't believe that five years later we're still talking about the man you know the the man i, know, right? I use that <laughs> i use that fucking term very loosely mm, uh mm. but you know it's just it, like well, it's like COVID, right? It's like, when is this dude going to go away? <laughs> oh, my God. And now you're you know what? In 2025, I think we're still going to be chatting about COVID as well. Um, it's just going to always be with us until one day it's not. Uh, when Trump dies, um, there will be a flurry of activity, but then eventually he'll just fade the fuck away. Um, Trumpism, though, uh, will just will still be with us. It'll just be called something else, which in itself is not a new concept. It's just an extension of racism and xenophobia and um, cheaply made products wrap into one yeah. um, as the Trump brand. And that'll continue forward in some shape or form, especially as we see the uh, the white population in the United States decline over the next few decades. Yeah, uh, but you know it's it's reaching. I, I think to a certain extent, it is reaching its boiling point. Right? There's only so mm. many. Uh, there's only so many scandals that people can take. There's only so many missed uh, deadlines, such as like the whole uh, secret president deadline, uh, the Pizzagate <laughs> deadline. You know, where it's just like. Those deadlines have been blown. He's not the secret president. You know, there, there's no there's no pizza gate. In fact, the calls are coming from within the house, if, if you know what I mean, in that in that respect. Um, I'm personally waiting for the Obamagate mixtape to drop. That's what I'm waiting on. Obamagate? Oh, what? Obamagate mixtape. Remember where he was just like, this is going to blow everything. Oh, I'm just like, Obamagate, sure. Like, that actually... Oh, I'm when they, they were like, one. he was he like, we found something, you know, he was born in Kenya. I have proof. Secret <laughs> investigators have put together. Blah, blah, blah. That, that was that was one of the old school hits of, you know, birtherism. Obamagate was supposed to be Obama spying on the Trump campaign. Oh, the yeah, 2016, that's right, right, right. And he was going to show all the proof and blow it right the fuck open like. Then that did de that deadline came and went. Holy shit. That I totally deadline. forgot about that. <laughs> I just love how like Obama didn't even need to defend himself. He was just like, 
He was like, uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, you know, let these guys hold their breath while <laughs> we wait for the documents to come out. <laughs> I'm and no, fa- I'm no fan of Obama, but that, that was a pretty good move. That was a pretty good move. Just like waiting it out and just like <laughs> watching him implode in on himself. He's, he's 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 in such a different fucking league than Trump. Like he, he barely needs to actually engage. It's just like this guy. It's it's just it's it's two different stratum of men. But um, when it comes down to uh, conspiracy, conspiracies and deadlines, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, the My Pillow guy. Um, he swears that by the 20th or the 21st of this month, that's when all the information is going to drop on the voting machines, on the election, and this and the other. Uh, never mind like the dozens and dozens of predictions that he made uh, over the last two years about there's going to be this awakening, this drop of all this information. You know, it's going to be like it's just going to pour out, you know. He just keeps doing this, and for some reason, people keep waiting on it. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a rehearsal kind of gag. Have you have you have you seen that show, The Rehearsal? Where like I have not. Um, there's a show on HBO. It's it's fucking genius. Um, it is um, this guy Nathan Fielder. He did a show called Nathan for You. I don't know if you ever saw that show. That show is also genius. Um, where basically on the rehearsal he gets people to rehearse modern day problems like they get this one guy who's trying who has been lying to his friends for a long time about where he was educated they have him rehearsing to actors in a uh, replica of a bar that he frequents with them telling them the truth <laughs> like over and over and over it's really really great and maybe that's what Mike Lindell is doing. He's just rehearsing lines and trying to see if maybe maybe this time I'll get it right. Maybe this one is the one. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, Shit. dude, you should check out that show. I think I will. The re- it's called Rehearsal. Yeah, it's the rehearsal, hmm. and it is bananas, my friend. Bananas, <laughs> because it's all real people, and it's a kind of ethically questionable. Because the guy is obviously, <laughs> it's so ethically questionable, man. The guy, Nathan, the guy who, who's, who's basically directing this whole thing, um, he draws a really weird line between what is reality, what is scripted, and what isn't. Like, it's, uh, like he, he uh, does this one where he tries to manipulate this guy no, he he tries to uh, get this guy to confront. Like, this guy's story is that he wants to confront his brother about a will. Like, he's he wants to be, um, he wants his part of the will, like this trust that's supposed to go to him, and he needs to argue with his brother in order to get it right. Mm. So mm. he rehearses with Nathan and his team of actors in a replica of a Chick Fil A. Uh, and he does. They do it over and over and over again. And then at some point, he's like, "It's not enough that this guy rehearses this in a Chick Fil A. He's gotta like 
experience like loss for real like uh, the loss of a loved one and he has this other actor this old guy actor like act like a surrogate dad in need of help uh, in need of help in terms of trying to find buried treasure in the forest and dude it, it is so <laughs> what fun. dude it is so to explain i feel like i'm doing a disservice explaining this <laughs> yeah, and i can feel if if there are listeners out there in radio free brooklyn land listening to this they will think i've gone batshit or the people who know the show will just be like you're explaining it all wrong um, They're like, he's lost it. This is why this is the last episode. He's lost it. <laughs> Dude, you need to fucking check out this show, man. It, it is, it's, it, I'm doing a disservice explaining it. You, sh- you really need to check it out. It's fucking, it is bananas. Oh, my God. I yeah. need to, Just from that explanation alone, I'm going to check out an episode. Yeah. yeah. That sounds wild. It is wild. <laughs> it totally is wild. Um... So anyway, um, how are you, my friend? You're looking I'm good. good, man. All right. You're looking I'm good. good, man. So are you. Good. So are you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you I, I, I feel like this show has done us. Uh, it's done us well over the last several years. I feel like it's made us. It's taken us from boyhood into manhood. Yes, it has. <laughs> now, let's talk about some Marvel movies, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You got it, buddy. <laughs> You're right. You're goddamn right. It has turned us into men. Now let's talk about some comics. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um what are you looking forward to pop culture wise? Like what is the thing on your radar that's like this is gonna be an event for me? Or at least, you know, oh this is gonna be so fucking fun. Uh Honestly, uh, like the return of the Mandalorian show, uh, Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac basically said that he would really love to be, uh, a, he would continue being a part of Star Wars. And mm. then Pedro Pascal was just like, I'd love to work with, uh, because, you know, that's his boy, Oscar Isaac. And he's like, I'd oh. love to play a really old Mando and like meet up with Poe Dameron. And I'm like, man, oh. that would be fucking cool. Oh. So, yeah, uh, I'm 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 looking forward to that. Uh, I am, I'm looking forward to Black Adam. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. I'm not. Oh really. Jesus! I was, <laughs> dude, don't fucking play with my emotions. Like I'm still, I'm still stunned from like a week or two ago where you did a complete 180 on the Avatar sequels. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I'm not quite sure. Like if up is down, left is right. You know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I am looking forward to the Avatar sequels because it because it's a morbid curiosity. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay. Um, those that movie aged horribly. What's next? You know. <laughs> oh God. And uh, yeah, I I mean, I I also finished checking out Sandman, uh, the Sandman show on mm. Netflix. That was awesome. I highly yeah. recommend that. I okay. I can't wait for season two of that. So all right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh but that's in terms of pop culture that's where i'm at and uh i 
wish I had seen Nope. I wish we'd both seen Nope, but the fates <sighs> did not have that in the cards this week. Damn you, adulthood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, instead, I just watched Prey again. That movie rules. Still good. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking. It's fucking great. Still I, better than Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Any opportunity you have to shit on that movie, you had fun watching. You got a few chuckles. I got a few chuckles. Yes, uh, but I consider it now the worst of the Marvel movies since oh Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm sorry. That is just my point of view. Oh God! Are you going to start hashtagging not my Thor? Is that is that what you're going to start? No, doing? no, of course, no. That's <laughs> for fucking babies. <laughs> but he isn't my Thor. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> like <laughs> oh, they turned him into a joke. They turned him into like a, a a fucking buffoon and and I don't know. I I just feel like. Thor deserved a little more. Uh, Thor deserved more, you know. Uh, <laughs> that that the whole storyline of Gore the God Butcher really was just underserved. That movie is a mess, and I think it's a mess because uh, Taika Waititi is just like, I did one Thor, okay. I have no real interest in doing another one, so whatever uh, but then marvel was like marvel was like um money yeah and he was just like yes i do like money <laughs> i also <laughs> love savage threesomes and i i think that this can fuel right. my savage threesome oh. escapades for the foreseeable future oh my god just ham slapping on ham just like Oh, you know? you poundings galore! Uh, just you know, uh, bodily fluids exchanged in a in a poetic way. Really, I I applaud course. the man. Yes, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I I that doth not maketh a good Thor. <laughs> hey, look the uh, the checks are cashed. Uh, the royalties are going to continue to roll in. Like I, I can't, I can't be mad at the guy. He's like, he's dude, just doing his, th yeah, he's living his life. Dude just got married, you know. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He to got who? Married. Um, Rita Ora, you know the girl, the the white girl in the picture, the the one in the middle, the sandwich. Oh, yeah. okay. So, um. So what's her name is not part of the uh, the I'm equation. Sure, I'm sure she is. I'm sure there's still like I cameos. Mean, yeah, 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 got yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Can't, there's, there's a there's a there's a Marvel cameo appearance. <laughs> oh my god, the Watiti sexual universe. Yeah. That's that's what it is. The WSU. Oh man, Excelsior. Oh jeez. <laughs> Dude is living his life. Excelsior. I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm five. <laughs> you you have a future as his publicist, I think. Yes, I do. I really think. I think so. <laughs> 
Well, this later this year, I the more the closer we get to it, the more I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to Wakanda Forever. But the closer we get, the more I realize I'm not going to be okay during this film. Like no. it's going to be it's going to be kind of ridiculous and I'm really glad that I'm going to be seeing it with you and friend of the show Habib um because both of you guys are like understanding and evolved but I'm telling you right now it's going to be a snot bubble fest for me yes. it really is agreed yeah i i'll just be wailing like a like you know i'll just be wailing like a fucking biatch <laughs> 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 oh no the pain oh wakanda forever <laughs> uh but uh but yeah that i i am definitely looking forward to that i'm looking forward to dune 2 with my dune main d- man christopher walken it but is will that be released this year or is that coming out next year that's coming out next year i think Oh, okay yeah no, I'm definitely looking forward to Dune 2. It's quickly become Dune 1 has quickly become one of those movies that I can leave on in the background anytime and it's enjoyable cuz it's, you know, it's Dune. The scale of that fucking movie alone is like yeah. just rips your mind apart. And now they got fucking Dune 2 with Christopher Walken as the president of the galaxy, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. He's <laughs> oh spice. my god, spice. <laughs> it's real He's good gonna... for you know getting across the galaxy. Sandworms, not so good. Wow, <laughs> scale. Sandworms. <laughs> huh. There's gonna be a full half an hour chunk of that movie that's unscripted that they just decided to keep because it's just like. Christopher is just walking and when he does that when he does that you don't cut it out of the film baby you don't you you accept the cowbell and you leave it in the fucking film that's right that's right oh man yeah uh dude I can't I can't wait for that movie I can't wait (laughs) Christopher Walken is amazing uh he was great in severance uh, he yes. was great in this show called The Outlaws, uh, which is like this so-so kind of British crime show. Mm. But uh, it's got this uh, this moment where Christopher Walken karaoke's the song Don't Ya by the Pussycat Dolls. And oh, it's Jesus. amazing. <laughs> I love that, dude. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. You met him once briefly. Yes, yes very briefly. Um, would you uh, Would you mind reminding the listeners uh, of what that uh, experience was like? I mean, it was. It's just magical. I mean, uh, for for a lifelong <laughs> walking fan, uh, for you know, I I I saw him coming out of a play. You know, um, I said hi. He said hey. You know, and then I, that was it. That was our brief exchange, and uh, and I will treasure it for the rest of my life. <laughs> I could see you telling future generations. It's just like when he said hey to me, I literally felt all the follicles in my body <laughs> just tighten up. I was never the same. 
You guys ever seen that movie Communion? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you ever oh. seen that movie Communion, by the way? I feel like I may have seen it once. I, I remember the book used to exist in my household because uh, my my second mom, uh, Marcia, she she had that book. And I remember being frightened out of my fucking mind at the cover <laughs> of that book because wh- whoever painted that uh, alien on the cover, I feel like they... They didn't so much as paint from imagination, but paint like in a studio with a live subject because it just you felt like the book was looking at you. Yes. Those big black eyes. Yes. And I just to this day, like it still gives me chills. It's one of those things. It's one of those like uh, uh, like uncanny valley things that. Yes just fucks with you when you're a kid like just the cover art to that was just really kind of like uh realistic in a way that was unsettling Mm. Mm. and man yeah i i totally remember that and and you know what's what's funny about that is that up until i saw the cover of that book for me aliens were et like, it was just like, oh, man, I hope to one day meet an alien. <laughs> like, you know, just seven-year-old me, 27-year-old me. You know, I'm like, oh, man, one day it's going to happen. I'm going to be abducted and bo boy. It's going to, wow, what a thing, you know. It's going to be. Hey, Pavel, <laughs> have some Reese's Pieces. <laughs> You're the best, E.T. <laughs> High five, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smoke a J. This is some good shit. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ET2 has just been written on the final episode of RVT. I want to see ET getting high with my co-host Pavel. That shit, just make that a three-hour movie, no intermission. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just me and E.T. getting high, eating Reese's, you know, hiding in Drew Barrymore's closet. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, she's outside, like, being like, oh, my God, have you guys ever experienced the rain? And we're like, what's taking her so long? <laughs> He's just blowing your mind. He's just telling you shit that you never thought you'd hear. It'd be like, you know, the force. It's really just the emotion between anger and happiness. And you're just like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) You know, Ernesto, you know, I, I was walking alone on a beach and uh, E.T. was walking alongside me, and we were both <laughs> leaving two pairs of footprints in the sand. But then there was one pair of footprints, and that was because I got too high to walk, and that's when <laughs> E.T. just fucking... He, he blew me in the sand. I don't know. I don't know what to mean. <laughs> he just floated you along. Yeah, he that's just, right. He just kept you going, and he's just like... 
Then he whispered in your ear. He's just you're, he's like, you're gonna be one of the ones I save. Yeah. And you were like, save from what? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> from this, you know. And then he just blows up the earth. <laughs> <laughs> That movie would make five billion dollars. <laughs> Just tons of people coming out of the theater like that blowjob scene was unnecessary. I'm gonna see it again. <laughs> But this is questionable, ethically questionable. <laughs> We're out of our minds. Can you believe that that this is what we've been doing for five years? And no one, absolutely no one has stopped us. No, of course not. <laughs> there is no supervision at Radio Free Brooklyn. I just got to put it out there. I mean, it's the final episode. Fuck, they're going to do. Uh, yeah. There is no there's no oversight. It's like you just have free reign to say whatever, pretty much whatever. Yeah. And we've got complete and we're very grateful to the folks at Radio Free Brooklyn for allowing us to be creative in quotation marks uh, <laughs> with our with our podcast. So, you know, kudos to y'all. Yeah. You're, you, you know, the people at Radio Free Brooklyn have really reached this cold socialist heart of mine uh <laughs> and it, it, i really can't thank them enough for allowing me to be a complete scumbag on the air for five years <laughs> uh, five years five man. years five years we've been doing this god but uh we hope you listeners have been enjoying our hijinks and um uh, you know We'll see you on down the line somewhere. Oh, we're we're, we're definitely going to resurface. This is uh, this is not done, my friends. We just have to evolve. You know, there there comes a point where you have to leave the nest and uh, go out into the world and break ground on something new. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we don't know what exactly it's going to be yet, but uh, it's going to be something. It's going to be something pretty tits. Pretty yes. tits. The tittiest of tits. The tittiest of tits. So, um, <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about now? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to follow any of that up. Uh, but uh, uh, what were we talking about before then? It was Dune. <laughs> oh, it was, <laughs> it was it was fucking uh, uh, aliens and stuff like uh, 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 you know alien abductions. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, shoot, we're 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 coming up on the last little leg of uh, this final episode. What kind of predictions do you have for the future? Anything, just anything. What what are your predictions? This is going to be kind of like the stone tablet of the media world going forward. Okay, now, there people are going to say RVT saw this coming what are your predictions buddy um all right let's get the bad news out of the way right mm. 
Okay. This is what I predict. It's completely my opinion and speculation for the future. Mm. So this is what I predict. I predict that, uh, and you're not going to like this, but Biden is going to pardon Trump if Trump gets trumped up on ch like criminal charges. Hmm. I believe that uh, Biden will set him free in order to stave off a possible um, political, another political insurrection or like some hmm. kind of crazy, you know, uh, uh, MAGA fueled rage fest. Because right mm. now, you know, uh, like uh, we, we've got MAGA people uh, armed to the teeth uh, confronting FBI offices in like Phoenix, right? Um, armed to the teeth, I think might be a little uh, overblown. Is that exaggeration? I'm sorry. The guy, it's the, the guy, no, the guy had a nail gun. Oh, he did. Yeah, he had a nail gun. Oh, so I thought it was. He, I thought I thought there was uh, another incident. That wasn't no. that. That was no. It was just the guy with the uh, nail gun. The, the guy at the FBI office. That's the only one that that's on my radar. I'm sure there's other poor shit out there. I think that's what you're talking about. Yes. But the guy who went to the FBI office in one of these other states, um, he had a nail gun and somehow got into a shootout with people with actual guns, FBI <laughs> agents, and he got his ass killed. So oh um, shit for real. Yeah. No. So I. I you know, to quote uh, Smart Hulk, I count that as a win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just like he just ends up in that in the waiting room in Beetlejuice. Right. <laughs> right next to fucking Babbitt. What's her name? Oh, Ashley, oh, Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 <laughs> man. Oh, I wish I was a cartoonist right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, it's like, what are you in for? You know, <laughs> hey, look, there's Elvis, you know, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so uh, that's that's an interesting prediction. What else? Uh, what's another Im interesting prediction? I think that uh, this is a another bad news first. AOC will probably run for president, right? And will mm. be promptly derailed by the by the DNC. Um, mm. They're gonna they're gonna pull the same shit that they pulled on Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, and then they're gonna get all of the libs to like fucking uh, turn turn against her, and mm. uh, and then you know and then uh, somebody just uh, the same with the same kind of politics as Biden is going to win. Hmm. And then uh, what else? What else? Uh, the metaverse will collapse. <laughs> 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 It'll collapse in on itself like with, from, from the weight of a dying neutron star. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> It'll go the way the, of Quibi, I think. Oh God, Quibby! Oh, that's that's forever. That's a jewel that's always gonna sit yeah. in your crown, evergreen. It's like you, <laughs> that that uh, forum had no chance with you. I think no. from the moment it was announced, you were just like Quibby, <laughs> and the people at Quibby were like, "You'll see, Pavel. You'll see." 
we'll be back in pod yeah. form. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, I don't know. Uh, someday we'll see a proper Flash movie. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What All are your right. predictions? What are your predictions? What are Ernesto's uh, predictions for the future? Mm, mm, I think my political predictions, and I try, I will try not to go too deep into it. I think that Trump's brand will become so corrosive, so um, diluted uh, by the time 2024 rolls around that he will be uh, functionally unviable as president. And I say that because uh, going into 2016, the theory of Trump was surprisingly viable because he did not have a track record in regards to actual political malfeasance before then. So he was kind of like this uh, anomaly that came onto the scene that somehow or another had a chance. But now that we actually know the reality of Trump, and he's being investigated for several fucking things. I mean, one of the best memes I saw in regards to the FBI raid, they were just like, the funny thing about this FBI raid is like, we don't know what crime they're looking for. He's under investigation. There's a January 6th committee. They could find anything in his fucking place. So I think that's going to continue going forward. And I can't wait for season two of the January 6th committee. <laughs> I got to say, best show of the year. Yes, to tell you the truth. compelling television. <laughs> Um, and I think by the time 2024 rolls around, uh, he's going to kind of say that he's running, but he will find his excuse as to why his campaign is sunk before it started. He's going to be like, oh, the deep state slash the libs slash BLM slash whoever the boogeyman is of the moment at that time. He's going to be like, I could have been president if it wasn't for insert the blank you know for um, those so meddling I, kids exactly yeah. exactly so i think that's uh trump's ultimate future and this will be uh his last hurrah because he is going to be way too old to keep this shit up frankly uh with the pictures that have come out of mar mar-a-lago of what he looks like lately i'd be surprised if he makes it to 2024 um on the democratic side i feel that biden uh will try to hand the reins off to somebody else, either Kamala Harris or whoever the Democrats deem as their darling uh, going into 2024. I just don't think he wants to do uh, the job past 2023. Um, he was functional for what we needed back in 2020, meaning anybody who wasn't Trump. Would have preferred a lot of others, but, you know, he's what we got. But I just don't see him going forward beyond that. Okay. And in regards to my wild card prediction, I feel that um, there's going to be silence in regards to all the little drips of news that we get in regards to aliens that we've gotten over the past two years. Like, oh, the Navy's releasing all this video of you know unidentified flying objects it's going to go quiet and then we will get definitive evidence of life outside of earth either microbial or perhaps intelligent maybe it'll be the cover to communion 
Jesus Christ, I, <laughs> I really fucking hope not. It's just like, oh, communion was written by, you know, Glibglorp of <laughs> Omicron Percy I-8, you know? So. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and I would love to see that. Um, I, I would be terrified, but I would also <laughs> love to see that. Because, I don't know, just the discovery of new life and a, and a civilization more advanced than ours, con- like, proving itself to be out there. Yeah. For me, it's a little terrifying. <sighs> but, surely, uh, surely. And, and, is, and it is with that, you know, terrifying note <laughs> <laughs> that I think we should, we should cap it. What do you think? All right. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Dear, listener, dear listeners, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Um, it's been very enjoyable to be speaking to you and to, uh, you know, maybe elicit a chuckle or two out of yes. <laughs> so from both of us here, for the last time, I'm Pav. And I'm E. And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you got to continue to keep it real. But you should always keep it right. Song of the Week. We'll meet again. This one is a right with petition. Must look like a dork. Me naked with textbook poems, bout bout against the Nazis. The weird kind of sex symbol. It's peaches that are big dance stuff. If we heard more than shells, we cuss more in our songs and cut down the guitar solos. Dig this big crux. Organizing the boys, but their motor is wrong. Ten years beyond the big sweat boy. Man, it was still there ever without you. Coming back around. Look, we're coming together for just a second. A peek, a guess. At the wholeness, it's way too big. At the wholeness, it's way too big.